Welcome to the Marketing Growth Podcast. I'm your host, Shane Barker. I've been talking to Adam Robinson about his email marketing. In the last two episodes, we also touched base on how he built his email retargeting software company, Get Emails. He's also the author of a best-selling book, and I'm curious to find out more about his book. Tell me about your book that you, the permission, was it Shish Marketing? Smarking permission. Smarking. Okay. Smarking. So, like, so tell us what the premise is of that, just because yeah, I do want to hear so, about that. So, you know, the sort of highest level is like, our product's so controversial. I want like things that I thought were very important were like legitimizing it in every way possible, you know? Uh, and we like we do that a lot with faces, right? Like from prospecting to sales calls, it's like all video. Like. The, the day of Zoom, like even if the customer's video is turned off, our video's on, like, you know, we have all of these pre-recorded sales and with podcasts, like if you go to our website, like there's just so many faces, right? And then, uh, you know, so another thing I thought would be very legitimizing is if I wrote a book about all this, right? Yeah. Like, cause that's just, what's more legit than that, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. And there's this, you know, this company Drift, which if you're in marketing, probably heard of like I just like love everything they did with them I don't I've know been to their now. show yeah in San Francisco yeah, and I think, you know. I, think it's, I think it's like it's an incredible thing and and like they're I, I just tried to do a lot of things like their brand and one thing they did was they wrote a book super early on about this conversation marketing they tried to create a category you know like you know sort of that was something I thought was very important last November and you know we were going to call it email-based retargeting and the ads just started working so well and we got so busy that like I sort of been distracted from that but like now i got a guy helping out marketing and we're going to sort of focus on that so seth godin wrote this book in 1999 called permission marketing right Mm -hmm. in the book it literally says the consumer of the future is going to be so sophisticated starting today that the tv industrial complex which he defined as interruption marketing tv commercials you know it's like um and uh you know the marketing of the future will be permission-based only and brands will get this permission and then they will slowly uh, build trust and then it'll lead to a conversion. Very elegantly, very gentlemanly, I would characterize it. And Google was started a year earlier in 1998. And uh, Facebook, I don't know what, it was probably started a year later, 2000, 2001, I think. And uh, Seth was just wrong, right? Like it was totally wrong. Like not only like, the idea that permission would be the only channel that consumers yeah. uh, acknowledge pretty, is, 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 it's pretty insane. Asinine. I, just, yeah, I yeah. just laugh at it. You know, Seth Godin is amazing. He writes great books. Like For sure. permission marketing is great, but it's only one way to do it. Like I love when I get lectured on these videos on Facebook from somebody who's like, Seth Godin would be rolling in his grave. It's like, dude, like I forced you to watch this fucking video. Yeah. Like, how could you it's possibly working. tell me? Yeah, how how could you possibly tell me that permission marketing is like the way that it's being done right now? Like, yeah. like, like Facebook and Google created new ways of interrupting people, and they're worth a trillion dollars each. Yeah, right? not like, doing too bad. Last time I checked, a trillion. It's like, I'm sure Seth's doing great. Like, he totally missed this. Like, yeah, this idea that which is okay. He's not. But he's yeah, not the end all be all, right? It's like no, exactly. It's, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Your stuff's like, still good, but it's like there's no, other things going on here in this party. One way, it's, it's one part of your marketing yeah. effort, right? Like you need your email list. You need people that have given you that permission. You need to market to them. But like advertising until we die will be interrupting people over and over again with the same message. It just will be. <laughs> like, 
yeah. you know, there'll be ways to target them better, which the Google and Facebook invented and, you know, the media will change or whatever. But like at the end of the day, like you're going to get interrupted by people when you're using a free service it's who are going called, to advertise with you. It's called with marketing. Them. That's our goal. Yeah, I mean, is to get, our our right? goal is so, to stay in front of you. Yeah. So, and, and then there was, there's this weird thing, you know, I understand why it exists, but like there's this weird sacredness to the inbox, you know, <laughs> like for some reason, like that's the place that like, you're like a felon if you like send it on. <laughs> so like since our product was a non-permission based email tool, you know, and our podcast called the same thing. I thought it was a clever title to just call it permission marketing. And oh man, the, the books out there, but like if you hold the cover up, like Seth's permission marketing is like an orange cover and he's got a bald head and he's just like looking up at the title. Mm -hmm. My book's like, exact same color like but a dude with hair looking up at the <laughs> it's just you know so that was that's kind of like the story it's just all about you know what wh where this came from what how the technology works like different ways to succeed with it. it it was it's entirely you know i had no ambition to write a book other than i wanted to be like have a brand like david cancel's drift and yeah. i thought it was, like everything they did was so cool so like and I really would buy into this category creation effort idea, this like Jack Rice or, you know, positioning that book, right? It's like, yeah, you want to be the firstest with the mostest, like stick a stick yeah. in the ground, say, this is my space. And I thought that, that a book was a good way to do that. You know, it is and really just, I wrote, I probably wrote like 40 blog posts in the first eight months or sorry, in the first eight weeks about, you know, if you write a couple a day, it doesn't really take that long. It's just about every part of this thing that people don't know. I'm like this yeah. is a major thing that I thought the other small companies weren't doing. It's like, you're not going to use this product unless you understand what it is. Yeah, for sure. Like, like I would ask these other companies, it's like, like, you know, how is this can spam compliant? And the answers that you would get were just not good answers. Right. Yeah. Like they're like, it just is. I'm like, so like, you know, our, our answer to that, like we show, we, we like send people to the FTC website that summarizes can spam. It's like, yeah, is an opt out law. It's not opt in. Like the reason you think that it is, is because it's been marketed to you that way by email service, yeah. by email, so hotmail. We're, and, we're good. Yeah. Don't be scared. Come to the dark right. side. It's going to be fine over here. Don't worry. Yeah, totally. I totally. promise you. And it's not I a license spam, right? Like you, you there's a, this is a whole other conversation, but email marketing is about engagement, right? Yeah. Everything is set up now. They don't care if you get opt-ins or not. It's like they care if people open and click on your email and complaint rates and unsubscribe rates are low. Like you could get emails yeah. from the most non-opt-in place. If those metrics are better, it will help your deliverability. Yeah, for you sure. Got for sure. opt-ins with metrics that are bad, it's going to hurt you, right? So yeah, yeah. Well, that's usually the problem is, is people buy a list or they do whatever and they spam yeah. the hell out of them. Spam of course, they get on it and like, that's the issue. Spam traps and low engagement and old lists are what kill you, right? So yeah, like, for like sure. Like an ARB, a way to buy lists where it's so fresh, it's so new, and the way we get the emails, there's no spam traps. It can't possibly hurt you. So and plus, it's it's people that already came to your website. So to me, they're yeah. warm anyways. They already had an yeah. idea of who you are. Yeah. So let's let's do this. What would you knowing? what you know today, what would you tell 21 year old Adam? What would you, what would you tell him? Say, Hey, Adam, this is uh, Adam 2.0 talking to Adam 1.0. What is, what could you, what kind of advice would you give to Adam? I mean, other than go to clarify.fm right now and clarity, start hiring yeah. mentors or clarity. Yeah. Clarity yeah. right now and start hiring exactly. people. Um, you know, I was debating this, this issue. I would have probably said, figure out a way to like start trying to build tech companies sooner, but mm -hmm. like, you know, 
I had the luxury. Well, it was like a blessing and a curse of like, I made a bunch of money trading. I had a bunch of savings and I just burnt through it, like getting yeah. into this lifestyle business that worked, you know? So I don't know what the alternative would have been, you know, it's, yeah. it's starting companies. Like I think you probably either need to like be a salesperson or an engineer or something like that, or like really good marketer. Um, yeah. I, you'd tell I'm Adam, just, you'd tell Adam 1.0 to use somebody else's money. I think is probably what the, what the answer yeah, would be. Just keep your money. Let's find investors. Let's not, let's yeah, save maybe, the, the nest although, egg. Although it's wonderful not having investors. I mean, oh, yeah, yeah, my, yeah. First, my first journey with that really thing, that's exactly the path that ruins your life. If you're, oh. if you took investment money, it's like quick pop to like, you know, three and a half million in revenue or something. And then it just stops. And the investors are like, on you, here's more money. Go try. You know what I mean? And like, it just, yeah. It just, it's, you can't do it, right? Like, so I kind of got to chill for a little while, which was nice. And it wasn't, part of it was amazing because like I wouldn't work, you know, it was like once you've got this thing cruising and you're trying to find new things, it's not like you're grinding at 12 hours a day, right? It's easier. You're thinking about it all the time. But yeah. Like, but you got money coming in. Yeah, it's, so not, it's, it's like, not so much work, right? It's, yeah. it's work when it starts working and you're building the business. But like, yeah. Um, that is totally unacceptable activity if you have investors and it's not like yeah you can't go like travel for two years out of the suitcase mm -mm. they'd look at your instagram and you would instantly yeah. be in trouble but, instantly so <laughs> and and yeah i mean i'm just i feel i feel it, but it's not like it was Good like path. a comforting thing either because you also know this thing's gonna die like you need to be growing at 50 or 100 percent yeah i think with tech companies or you see the writing on the wall. It's like, you're managing this. You're basically managing this runoff asset. Yeah. You know? Want um, somebody to buy you or, you know, something yeah, that, you know, got to get out of it. So, yeah, for sure. Yeah. It's, it's a weird, you know, anyway, I'm glad I, I'm glad I didn't have. Yeah. Money. Yeah. Well, it's always love, love hearing people's journey, right? Cause it's always different. I mean, once in, once you take money from VC, not that it's bad, but it definitely changes the game, right? You have, then you have a new set of rules and different people you have to talk to. So, we're almost at, we're almost out of time, but what would be three people dead or alive that you would have dinner with that you could, if you could have dinner with them, who are three people? I always love this because it kind of gives me a background on like what people like and what they're into. Um, we've had people in the past say Obama, someone, somebody want to have dinner with Jesus, which is awesome. I mean, Hey, do your right. thing. Um, I didn't say that because your hair and you, you look like Jesus. I'm just saying that just because it just naturally came up. Um, what right. would be, who would be three people? Who'd be three people uh, for you? So, uh, you know, I'm, I'm sure a lot of entrepreneurs say this, like, I just like think what Elon Musk is doing, regardless of where that's got stocks trading, how he's losing it on Twitter. It's just like, so unbelievable. You know, it's like, anytime I think about a problem I have, I'm like, this motherfucker made electric cars out of nothing. And now he's got like solar chargers all over America. And like, he's sending people to Mars and the moon and stuff like, at the same t like, and smoking weed with I Joe can, Rogan on his podcast. Yeah, like, yeah. I think I Why can not? figure this one out if that guy can. <laughs> right? you know? If I'm so, just one-tenth as smart as he is, right. I could probably do this. And, and another thing about him that I think he understands a lot better than a lot of other super geniuses like him is the power of, like, having these stories to tell both, well, most importantly, people that work for you, Right but like these incredibly bold visions, like, cause that's what people want to hear. It's like what the press wants to hear. It's what yeah. your customers want to hear. It's what your employees want to hear. And he's just like, not only is he trying to like, Bezos is trying to solve a similar problem, right? He's trying to like move heavy industry into 
into space, but it's so much less sexy than Occupy Mars, right? Yeah. Like something about Elon's understanding of this calling. And it's how he puts it out there too, right? When he has these, it's almost like Apple's thing when they launch stuff. Like it's this, it's an absolute crazy, like Bezos doesn't have that necessarily, right? No. Like of this, like, hey, let me show you what we're going to do. And people are like clamoring, like, what, what is yeah. he going to show us? Oh my God. And then he has a truck that comes out yeah. that's made out of titanium that can shoot up into the air. And people are like, you got to be kidding me. You know, it's yeah. like, it is the way, the way that he launches, the way that he puts things together is absolutely brilliant. Like it just, he's, he's next level. And it's, he's still so young and it's like, God, what's the next step? Like what, you know, now he's like, I'm just gonna drink, dig trenches and have in California right. and we're gonna all go underground. I mean, why not? I mean, we're gonna go to the moon. Why would I not dig trenches like a gopher and we can make transportation to the ground, right? Yeah. yeah, I mean, we've all thought of that, but then again, I- Where yeah. else could we go? Side to side? I mean, yeah, <laughs> I mean, what's next? Like maybe we yeah. just go into different galaxies and stuff. That's probably next week, but- Okay, cool. So Elon Musk is your is your your big one there. Do you have two other ones quickly? Anybody else? Yeah, yeah I think, you know, like I always hear stories about like my great grandparents like coming to mm. Kansas and just like settling this like freezing and hot land. You know, like carrying limestone posters. I'm just like dying to know. Like, did you guys fight Indians? Like, what was the yeah? What, you was, know? what was your customer so, journey? Right? Totally, what happened? Yeah, what happened? Exactly. Your life journey, I guess. Yeah, so I would love to, to talk to my great grandparents. And then I think the third one right now, just because like I'm so obsessed with their brand, I would love to talk to David Cancel. Yeah. I might even be able to do that if I tried hard enough. <laughs> you know what I mean? You, like, <laughs> you could. I, I went to their, they, we just, they had a thing, well, last year in San Francisco, they invited me out to, as kind of like an influencer type deal. And it was yeah. awesome. It was, it was a really great event. I don't I think I had like nine donuts or something. It was, it was, yeah. it was awesome. And just once again, put on a great, great show there. So they do an awesome job. So if, if anybody needs to get in contact with you or wants to get in contact with you, where can they reach out to you? Through LinkedIn, Instagram? Uh, what's, the, what's your protocol? Yeah, uh, I'm on LinkedIn. Adam Robinson, get emails. That's a good way. Um, you could also just email me, Adam at get emails. I mean, that's sort of everybody's email address. It's not like I'm worried about getting spam from your audience. So uh, email is probably one response. Awesome. I'm not really, despite doing a ton of social media advertising, I'm not really on social. <laughs> it's Isn't that like, funny? Active that's, decision I made seven years ago to just kind of kind of a blessing. But I you know, know it's not it a, is. It, and, and there was there was a time a couple of years ago when I was worried about it. I was like, I'm, "Am I just not ever going to be relevant?" But then you fit, you realize like, I can still pay to use this thing. You know, yeah. like, even if it's not like you're paying one way or the other, right? You either pay yeah. with, with constant attention I'm, or you just pay yeah. dollars. Yeah, <laughs> it's tip, that's the things you can tap in anytime you want, right? So it's yeah. like, and then you can you can get out. So cool, you guys. Hey, Adam, dude, this was awesome, man. I was so glad that we had you on the podcast today. You guys, if you like listening to this podcast and you like what you hear, make sure you subscribe to it as well. Um, you guys, obviously, you guys can reach out to Adam. Adam did talk about the the new thing they're going to be bringing out where they're giving, you know, free access to people with whatever. How many different emails? It was up to 500 a month? Yeah, 500 per month forever. Forever. So that's a long time. Sounds forever is a long time. Yeah, it doesn't even, this is, and, and he can't take it back because it's on a podcast and we have no, proof no, of it. So dude, I'm, I'm leaning into this one. Like we have, that's right. You know, it's like, yeah, it's just, this is going to be the marketing budget. It's Hopefully done. It just, like sort of cogs expands with the growth so we don't have to, you know, so you guys other ways to spend. Go, go sign up and give Adam your money for God's sakes. Don't be cheap. Okay. <laughs> go out there, do some free stuff, but make sure we, you know, we go in and get on a paid plan as well. Adam, you're a gentleman and a scholar, my friend. Thank you so much for being on the podcast today. Thank you. I'm sure our listeners have learned a lot about email retargeting and marketing in general. For those listening out there, we promise to invite another amazing marketer on next week's show. Stay tuned to Shane Barker's Marketing Growth Podcast.